Hi there, I'm Janine and this is my podcast, Quest for You, and I welcome you. And I want to start out by asking you a question. When you see something that you like, maybe you go to a store and there's a beautiful item that makes you think of a friend. Do you tell them? You probably text them and say, hey, I just saw this. Or I tried this restaurant and you have to go. How many times have we said that? I know I have a lot. I want to ask you to do the same with this podcast. I'm right now discovering the power of connection. It's still a progress. I'm still working through it. But the way I'm feeling my way into this is through these interviews. I've started to ask everyone that I interview if they know somebody else that I could interview. And they usually take some time and they think about it and then they refer me to somebody. I had my first interview today with a writer that I didn't know and she was a referral from my friend Susie. I want to ask you to refer my podcast because I believe this is how it will grow. I don't have dreams anymore of Oprah or Tony Robbins discovering my podcasts. Yeah, I'll be honest, I had those dreams in the beginning when I first started. I thought, oh, just I need to find the magic hashtag on Instagram and somebody will discover me and in a couple years I'll be famous. Well, here I am, still not famous, but learning. And this is important. We need to learn. I encourage you to do the same thing. I want you to step out of your comfort zone every day. This is why I'm doing this. If you can help me and share today's episode, any episode that you really enjoyed, like that restaurant that you recommended to a friend, and share it with one person, one specific friend. Because I also think that sometimes those things that are really close to us and that we really enjoy, we forget to share. We don't think of others or we were afraid to be vulnerable and say, look, this really touched me. I know sometimes I think twice about sharing a podcast episode when really I'm helping the person that is creating the podcast by spreading the word. And I ask you today, please spread the word. Share my podcast with one person. Thank you. Let's get going. This past weekend was a long weekend and I did very little. You'll be surprised. Very little compared to what I normally do on weekends. My weekends are usually filled with active pursuits. This involves going places, meeting people, getting stuff done. I'm going after it. This weekend was different. And if you think I sat around all weekend doing nothing, then you're wrong as well. I was still active. But instead of going after it, I went with it. I was more present with myself and I did what felt right in the moment instead of what the plan I had created prior told me to do. And this living in the moment thing somehow naturally happened. I didn't plan it. Let me explain it a little. I scheduled very little for that weekend. On purpose, I wanted to work on projects related to my podcast and my speaking career which isn't a career yet. And to do all of those things, all I needed was time. Long stretches of time to sit, to think, to strategize. 
and to think, think hard. So I rescinded my climbing trip participation. That was the first major thing, and I know I've talked about it in previous episodes. Now suddenly, I had three days open. I scheduled one podcast interview for Sunday morning. And on Saturday, I was hoping to spend a few hours with the girl I mentor. And in between, I hoped to catch a dinner or a coffee with a good friend, but nothing was planned. I left it all open intentionally to see what would happen. Not because I was hoping to write this episode today. This also was not the plan. The plan was to focus on my projects. But as it often happens, when we do something different, something outside of our normal routine, we almost always gain some new and unexpected insights. And on Sunday evening, this happened to me. I went for a short walk. There's a rose garden near my house that I love because it has a calming effect on me, with or without roses, and right now there aren't any, because it's winter. But the place is beautiful, and a perfect little getaway after a long day inside. So I walked a few rounds, hoping to get to my 10,000 steps, which is currently my goal every day. But as the sun set and colored the sky deep red, I sat down on one of the many benches there, something I never do. Because, as I told you, everything I do normally is in pursuit of something. Step count, catching up on a podcast, calling or texting a friend, and so on. I always use my time highly efficiently. Just sitting down to watch the sunset alone? Rarely. Maybe to capture a picture and post it on social media. But just to observe? Rarely. And not for long. But there I sat. And thoughts came to me. Many thoughts. More than I can share on this podcast today. But the one feeling that I couldn't ignore in those few moments was a feeling of aliveness. I felt alive. A feeling that I often feel when I climb mountains. But there it was, on that park bench, in the stillness of a rose garden, watching the sunset. I felt alive. And I wondered why I felt that way, given I hadn't really done or accomplished anything noteworthy. So I reflected on the two days of that weekend that had passed. Friday night, I called my girl to see if she wanted to get together. I haven't spent much time with her lately. My mom was here over the holidays, and then she also spent time with her mom, who lives in another city. The strong bond I felt we once had was loose. I felt a distance between us when we spoke. I didn't hear much desire from her to get together. So we agreed on a movie to watch, but she didn't want me to pick her up any earlier. Just the movie, she said. I was a little sad. Usually I take her to eat first thing in the mornings. But okay, I settled with the realization that I need to build this relationship back up again, slowly. So I had all Saturday morning for myself. And I did two things that I used to do almost every Saturday, years ago, before I started climbing. I went swimming. And after swimming, I went to get a massage. As soon as I dipped into the water, I felt alive. I love water. I love swimming. And the happiness when I'm in water immediately came back to me. And the massage, well, it was long overdue. 
I was so tired from all the lifting that I do and the pulling on climbing holds and very little stretching. My body hurt and after the massage I felt better but also extremely sore. My therapist told me that he gave me basically a sports massage because I was so tight. And I felt it. I still feel it. He loosened me up, but it came at a price. Pain. But sometimes it's pain we need to feel in order to feel alive. Because I realized I finally took care of my body. Long overdue, but I finally took the time. Around noon, I picked up my girl. And I assumed we would just go see the movie and then I take her home. I could feel a little bit of the estrangement between us from the minute I picked her up. It felt almost like it did when I first met her two years ago. But by the time we got to the theater, she seemed comfortable and almost her old self. We watched Bad Boys for Life and we laughed our heads off and rocked away to the cool music. And when we got out of the theater, she asked, What's next? She didn't want to go home. This was my girl, the girl I knew. She used to never wanted to go home after I picked her up. My heart warmed, and even though I had planned to be back at my desk that had a list with to-dos waiting on it, I didn't go. Of course I didn't go. We went to a nearby park and spent probably two hours there. We walked, we talked. She wanted to race me back and forth. We watched boys play basketball, and we talked about boys. We played around on some of the exercise equipment. We enjoyed a beautiful, warm Saturday afternoon with the California sunset glowing on our faces. I finally managed to get her out of the park when she asked again, where to now? It was already getting dark and I had only eaten a protein bar at the movies. But I was so happy that she wanted to be with me. I wasn't expecting this and I also realized that the last few times that we hung out, I didn't give her the time she needed. I wasn't present. I was rushed. In my mind, I was already on the next tasks that I needed to do after I dropped her off. This time, I went with the flow. She wanted more time and I gave her that time. So, we went to Whole Foods and on our way there, I took a quick detour and stopped to show her my gym. She had expressed interest for working out as we were playing around in the park on those machines and the monkey bars. She watched exercise videos on my Instagram feed in the car. My gym was about to close, so they let me show her around. She was in awe when she saw the basketball court, so we shot a few hoops. I let her laugh at my poor throwing skills, and then we finally made it to the store. By now she was also hungry and we got her some food and she was ready to go home. She only ate half of her burrito. She wanted to share the other half with her dad. We spent almost seven hours together. Only two of them were planned. The movie. The rest happened because I allowed them to happen. I didn't have plans back to back. No dinner to run to with friends. No guy to see for a night out. Only me and her. And all I planned for that day was to connect with this amazing girl again. And as I drove home around seven, I didn't even feel my hunger anymore because I still hadn't eaten. I didn't check my phone for all the messages that came through over the course of the afternoon. I only felt one thing. I felt alive. And it felt so good. 
I came home and I didn't want to talk to anyone. I just wanted to be alone, savoring this feeling of being in the moment and being alive. I went to bed early. On Sunday, I woke up to invitations from friends for that day. I didn't answer. I still didn't feel like seeing anyone. I didn't feel like scheduling my day away. I enjoyed the stillness of my apartment. I had one interview planned for 10 a.m. with a friend I deeply admire and respect. But first I went for a walk in the hills, early morning, made my coffee afterwards and prepared for this interview. And oh my, what a great interview. I won't tell you much, you'll hear it this week. We had one of the best conversations I've had in a very long time. My friend Raphael is an excellent speaker and I hung onto every word. Better than I could have ever planned or prepared for. In fact, I didn't go with my prepared questions at all. I went with the flow. Wherever the conversation took us, that's where I went. I was so inspired by our conversation. Afterwards, we enjoyed some morning sun in his backyard, still talking. I walked away thinking, wow, this was one almost two hours of true quality time. I felt alive again. My brain challenged, my blood flowing, my mind filled with ideas and my heart happy and filled with gratitude for having such amazing people in my life. I went home and I worked on my projects the entire afternoon. I got a lot done until I stepped out for the brief walk in the rose garden. And here I am on that park bench, watching the sunset, reflecting on the weekend, which I could have spent in many ways. I had several opportunities to climb, to go to the beach. I even had an invitation to Costa Rica, where a friend of mine is working at the moment. And when he sent me pictures that Saturday night after I returned home from my girl's house, I didn't feel envious or regretful at all. Nice, I thought, but not for me. All I felt was alive. Alive in ways I haven't felt for a long time. And as I walked home from the park, it was almost dark. And a turkey came walking towards me on the road, past me, kept walking. And I kept walking, just another Sunday evening in my neighborhood, passing turkeys. And I came home, sat on the couch in my living room, and I read. Another thing I haven't done in ages. I lit some candles and I sat there reading in my book, enjoying the stillness of my apartment. I have to tell you, I was so scared of that weekend. I was scared I would feel lonely. I was scared that I would regret not going climbing. I was scared that I would waste the weekend away doing nothing because I was too depressed. I had so many fears around a long weekend that wasn't planned out by the hour. And yet, it turned out to be one of the best weekends I had. Because I listened to myself. I went with my inner guidance. And I nourished parts of me that mattered to me, but that I had neglected. The girl that I love so much. Connection with people that mattered to me. Stillness in my home. A simple walk in my favorite park. Simple things, activities without an end goal, minor stuff, uneventful, yet so powerful. Because they make me feel alive. And I want to ask you today, 
what makes you feel alive? What do you know makes you feel alive and present with yourself? I bet there are things you have neglected. I've climbed mountains all summer, great, but I have neglected many other parts of my life that also matter. Don't think just because you're getting stuff done that you're taking care of yourself. Almost always, when we are single-mindedly focused on one or two things only, we lose sight of other, also important things. We can push them off for a while, but we can't do so for long. My body ached, my soul longed, my mind needed stimulation. I managed to make a lot happen that weekend, but I will definitely pay more attention going forward to me and to the parts of my life that make me feel alive. Will you do the same? Much love.